Wednesday, but this is special for us because we have a very special guest. He is the president of the Mother Chapter Atlanta of the Kings of the South Motorcycle Club. And so they have a slew of events happening this week and his schedule is extremely tight. And so when we could get him in, today was the day. And so I am so super excited. So glad to have you guys with us tonight. And of course, I would be remiss if I did not introduce my co-host. I call him the voice of God, the man behind the meme. Give it up for Major. Yo, what's up, Didi? What's up? How are you? Didi, I am exquisite. I am very exquisite. How are you? I'm wonderful. You see, I'm rocking my uh, Harley Davidson gear. Yeah, your get up is a little different. You look like you're getting ready to jump on the back of a motorbike or something <laughs> like that. What's going on? You do you every time I see you, and now I'm afraid to ask you what's going on because the last time you you put me in check when I asked you where you was at you when you didn't have business. me. Yeah, y'all was in your business, but it's all good. I'm not going to dive too deep into why you look like you do. <laughs> well, I'm looking like I do because you know, of course, our special guest tonight, and so I'm I'm representing. I, I'm not a rider though, but you know, I will hop on the back. On the, okay. you know, on the back of the motorcycle. Okay, I've so only you done it twice. I've only done. You it don't twice. officially ride them yourself. You just ride alone. Yes, and I've only done it twice, so I'm not going to even front as though you know I'm just like this seasoned professional in this industry. But our guest tonight is certainly a professional, and he is seasoned in game. And so we're going to do a deep dive into the life of Andre. We call him Black Ferguson, uh, the president of the kings of the south now um major there is a lot of entertainment news trending these past couple of weeks a lot going on it's too much going on Didi. it's, it's more going on than what i would like to see in the media <laughs> right I'm, it, I'm concerned for everyone involved <laughs> well there is some good news we're going to talk about uh jay-z's mom recently got married to her longtime girlfriend okay um, right. yes we're gonna talk about that. You're stuttering. You're stuttering. You're no, stuttering. I just never knew anything about Jay Z's mom. That's all. Well, well, I just I was well, never. That's cool. We're gonna talk about that, and then also um, Diddy is trending because he is suing um, liquor brand Diageo, and of course the highlight is this Kiki Palmer butt cheek situation. So. Oh, yeah, I got a little bit to say about that, Diddy. I'm gonna be honest, man, and I, I'm, sure I'm trying not to get. Good. Yeah, I'm going to try not to get canceled. I really am going to try not to get canceled. <laughs> well, but, no, uh, we, we're not going to yeah. get canceled. Like, we may trend a little bit, which would be good for us. Yeah, you'll um, be on here with a new with a new co-host and producer next week. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, guys, we want you to like, share, and subscribe. Like, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channel for this very reason. We have these bonus and feature episodes. We don't want you to miss anything. And if you are watching on my Facebook channel, um, DD Sky, be sure after this, don't go right now. We want you to stay where you are. Uh, be sure to go over to our YouTube channel and like, share, and subscribe. And right now, go ahead and share this live with your friends, family. Tell them to hop on in because it's about to it's about to get hot. We're, we're coming in hot tonight. Okay. All right. <laughs> I feel that. Well, oh. tonight's episode is brought to you by Pop Shots ATL. Pop Shots ATL is an amazing 360 photo booth and event photography company that knows how to capture memories like nobody else. Perhaps you partied a little too hard at your recent event and can't quite recall all the amazing moments you had with your friends. If Pop Shots ATL was in the building, then you know they caught it all on camera. Their 360 photo booths are sleek and totally customizable with props and backdrops that'll have your guests flexing for the cameras. And check this out, y'all. They have a social media sharing feature that lets everyone show off their pictures and keep those memories alive 
alive long after the party is over. Pop Shots ATL takes exceptional care of their customers and pays attention to every little detail. So if you're looking to add some serious fun and unforgettable vibes to your event, Pop Shots ATL is the perfect choice. For more information, visit popshotsatl.com. That's P-O-P-S-H-O-T-S-A-T-L.com. Yo, shout out to Pop Shots ATL in the building. That's right. Pop Shots ATL to capture those special moments. As a matter of fact, you know, the Kings of the South have their anniversary happening this week. And, you know, they should have definitely reached out to Pop Shots ATL. Hey, well, if they ever find themselves in need of a 360 photo booth for some event photography, those are the folks to call. So, yeah, definitely, definitely, Diddy. Uh, I am so excited to learn about motorcycle clubs Mm -hmm. and whatnot because uh, I'm going to be honest with you, and I hope that the guest today doesn't make fun of me. I'm scared to ride a motorcycle. Well, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm really afraid. So am I. So am yeah, I. so I don't, I don't, I ain't no chump, I ain't no punk or nothing like that. It's just something about riding a motorcycle that scares the pants off of me, man. Well, it, I think it's the for me, it's the um, I, I feel as though, especially when I'm riding on the back, because that's about all I can give you is ride on the back. Um, it's a, the feeling of not being in control, and then all of just that open air around me, just the cars and everything. But I'm also afraid to cross the street. Don't talk about that. Okay. We'll, we'll. <laughs> okay. I got a problem crossing the street. And my friends in the background, my girlfriends are like, she sure is. She does not like to. She's afraid of crossing the street. Uh, a grown woman. But I am super excited about our guest tonight. Listen, guys, as we always say, this show is for you. So just as Major just did, he has a lot of questions, and I'm sure you do too. So we're going to take a deep dive into this motorcycle club and also the president. We're going to look at his life and where he's been. Um, So I am super excited about my guest tonight. He is the current president of the Kings of the South Atlanta Mother Chapter. Atlanta Mother Chapter. Please welcome Andre, we call him King Black, Ferguson. What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> King Black in the house. We are down with the Kings tonight right here on Let's Talk About It. What an exclusive. Um, before we get started uh, talking about, we're going to dive a little bit into your life and your background and how you got involved with the Kings of the South. But it's your anniversary. What year is this for for the Kings of the South? Atlanta. 10th year anniversary. 10th, 10th year anniversary. Oh, my goodness. And um, really quick, I mentioned that you are the president of the Atlanta Mother Chapter. And for those of uh, those of us out there who may not know what that Mother Chapter means, tell them what that means. Well, the Mother Chapter is basically uh, where everything got started. Mm-hmm. So we're the first ones. That's right. That's where it all started right here in the ATL. Right. Um, so yeah. let's talk about you, King Black. Where are you from? Tell us where you were born and raised and and how you got your start. Okay, well, I was uh, born in Washington, D.C. Okay. Um, I was raised in South Carolina, a small town, you know. Okay. So born in D.C., but raised in South Carolina. Yes. And yes. then when did you move to Atlanta? When did you, you start to come to the Atlanta area? Uh, in the mid-90s, I would come a lot and uh-huh. I officially moved here in 2004. Okay. Oh, so you you were coming to Atlanta during the Freak Meat day. <laughs> right, right, right. That's what brought me here Vegas night in the Freak Meat. <laughs> you didn't see me. You did not see me. I thought I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> Major, don't you say anything about that. Um, and so you, you were born in North Carolina, and then when you moved to uh, here to Atlanta, what, what actually brought you here? What made, um, why did you decide to make Atlanta your home? Uh, I needed a change. Um, 
when I was there, I lived a very exciting life, mm -hmm. if you would call it that. Um, and I was looking for a change. I needed a change. And it was actually, I felt like it was going to uh, pretty much save my life. So okay. I, yeah. So you, you let, let's talk about that, you know, saving your life, because we do have um, our followers, our viewers, they have kids. These are your people who make mistakes. Let's talk about that a little bit, your life and, and where you were at the time. Um, what were some of those challenges that you were facing or had faced before you decided to, to make a change? Okay. Well, one, uh, something I, first time I ever talked about it publicly, you know, but anybody who knows me, you know, they know my past and they know I'm not ashamed of it. Um, for some years i was an entrepreneur you know what i'm saying and i used to have two pictures in my house one of the black jesus christ and one of malcolm x oh. you know i served one and i live by the other one so okay. i was a mean type of guy um i started out you know i was always that kid that uh you ever heard the people say i was grown before my time mm -hmm. uh, my mom uh great woman you know, she raised me and my brother. Uh, everything I learned good came from her and my grandmother and my aunts and my uncles mm -hmm. and my cousins. Everything I learned bad, I picked it up in the street on my own. The street. So whatever I did, I mm -hmm. didn't do it because, you know, some people say, oh, I did this or that to get out of poverty or out of the hood. No. I went on vacations. I did everything that every normal kid would do. But uh, I just saw a different way, you know, and mm -hmm. I took a different avenue. So everybody else wanted to go to college or go get a job. I wanted to make fast money and do what I do. And that's what I did. Okay. I paid okay. price for it, but I did what I did, you know? Right, right. And then the fact that you're sharing your story, I am a firm believer that we are all, we are all overcome by one another's testimony. And so you sharing uh, your testimony with so many can help, even if it helped one person, you're doing your job by sharing your story. Um, and so you said you, you, so you pretty much came from, you know, very humble beginnings. You had a, a great family life. Um, but, and this happens so often you, um, where people get caught up by seeing, you know, the fast life and seeing, having, being the ability to have fast money, um, and seeing the cars and the jewelry and all of those good things. Um, what would be your advice to young people, girls or guys, and that may decide or may be thinking about going into that lifestyle? Uh, my advice would be, uh, one, if you're a young lady out there and you're dating somebody that's in that lifestyle, mm -hmm. get away from that shit. That's no good. good. There's, they don't have a 401k. <laughs> it's not mm -hmm. a retirement plan behind it. There's a couple ways you're going to get out of it if you don't leave, and uh, it's prison or death, mm. or borderline mm -hmm. or both. Uh, if you're a guy that's doing it, just know everything has an expiration date. Mm. And when that time is up, it's time is up. You know, uh, where I'm from, everybody know me. Mm -hmm. I'm the guy who's going to have, I'm the guy who's going to party seven days a week. I'm going to have fun, laugh, dance, clown, but I'm also the guy, if you if you got a problem with me, I don't got no problem, but if you got a problem, then I'm okay with you having a problem. Uh -huh. uh, my whole life, I was a fighter. You know, I believe in, that's how you solve your problems. You know, if somebody, if you want it, let's get it. <laughs> I had no problem with it, you know, I mean, mm -hmm. it got to the point to where, shit, I I, I got locked up so much. I mean, shit, I would call, hey, y'all got a warrant for me down there today? Because I know I whipped wow. up on a guy last night. <laughs> you know, uh -huh. they were like, yeah, you got one for you. Just come down. I said, well, oh. I ain't going to jail on a Friday. Now I'll come down Monday. Oh, you know, what? Yeah, me and my mom ride down. You know, I sign the paper and get back out. But uh -huh. I came from such a good family and a praying family to where uh, they saw something in me that I didn't see. Mm -hmm. um, and but the more money you make, the mm. more yes you get around you. Right. And just because somebody's telling you yes and smiling in your face don't mean that they're your friend. That's uh, right. 
Yeah, I got shot. Uh, when a, a young man shot me, and um, the day before he shot me, I say about two days before that. Wow. I uh, went to visit my grandmother, and I told her, I said I had a dream last night about all these snakes, and I oh. said I keep picking them up, putting them in a bag, but I'm scared of snakes. And I said, uh, I don't know what that was about. It kept walking, you know. I kept waking up, and she said, "That's your enemy trying to get at you." Oh, okay, girl. So I ate, left. Two days later, uh, I was at my family's bar, and uh, this guy stole a gun from a guy, went across the street and hid in the bushes, and shot me with a twenty-two-odd rifle. Blew all my guts out. He, he blew my guts what? out. Yeah. So I. Oh my goodness. I stayed in a coma. Uh, I could hear everybody talking, but I couldn't say anything. And they kept telling the doctor that the doctor kept telling my family, talk to him. He can hear you. And I could. I just couldn't say anything. And uh, I could hear my mother, my grandmother, and uh, my cousin. Uh, she would come every day after work. Her name was Bernadette. Her name, her name is Bernadette. And uh, my mom and my aunts and everybody would come. And every day she would talk to me when she get off work. Andre, boy, you better wake up. Andre, boy, you better wake up. And we were like super tight. And I heard her saying, you're going to be okay. And my mom would rub me and talk to me, but I couldn't say anything. And finally, one day I did wake up and uh, that's what happened. But the guy who shot me, uh, he said that later on, he said that uh, he wanted to let people know I was human. I was the guy who had all the girls. I had the nice cars. I had the money. I had all this and that. Then he turned around and said somebody paid him $1,000 to do something to me because they wanted what I had. Right. So, but the day before he shot me, I was, I had a Jaguar. Mm -hmm. and paint job on it, candy paint job, wheels, all this stuff. I was leaving my family bar and I saw him and his partner. And I said, hey man, it's raining, where y'all going? They said, we going home. I gave this guy and his partner a ride home, put him out in their front door. And the next day he came back and tried to kill me. Bruh. Never had an argument with him. Matter of fact, I actually got in a fight with a group of guys because they jumped on him like two weeks before that. So it goes to show you that, you know, and uh, I mean, it was a rough time, you know, like uh, the police came in to talk and, you know, they got this thing called a victim assistant program. If somebody does something to you and you didn't have anything to do with it, they'll pay your bill. But also they say, you got to drop the charges on the person. I'm like, nah, bro, we ain't doing that one. Right. No. Right. So, so you can keep your assistant money. I'll figure out how to pay the bill, but uh, no, somebody got to pay the pipe on this one. So wow. there's no good way out of this shit. Like I've been robbed. I've, but. So let me, let me ask you this as I'm sitting here with my mouth open and we, this show is not only a visual show, it's also an audio. It's on, it streams on all audio platforms. Um, where you get your, your favorite podcast. And so for those of you who um, are going to listen to us, I am literally sitting here with my mouth wide open because of the fact that I know Black, but I had never heard this story. And so the fact that you're sharing, you know, so deep into your life and the fact that when you see someone you never know what they've been through and you know the saying that you know thank god i don't look like what i've been through you, right. you also right. don't right. look like what you're describing to me right now um when you got shot was that the turning of the guards for you did you come out of that coma that you were in and immediately change your life and your lifestyle or did it still take some time uh when i came out of the coma you know it was you know i had a, a moment where you know i had to you know kind of like learn how to walk back over you know so i couldn't really do too much so i had a cousin of mine's name his name is tony he would come pick me up ride me around and you know and i had to get my you know intestines and everything back together so i lost a lot of weight 
but uh, it didn't change anything. Like the moment uh, I could get back to doing what I was doing, I was right back being Andre. I was right back really? doing whatever. Didn't change anything. You know, it made me be a little more cautious, you know, and to see that no matter how much you do for people, mm-hmm. that, you know, sometimes people have some real bad intentions for you, you know, but no, nah, it didn't. I kept doing what I was doing. You know, it was, you know, wow. you know, I had people say, hey, man, you know, you're lucky to be alive because the guy, there was a guy who got shot that same night. Nothing to do with me. I didn't even know the person. Uh, he was right across from me, but evidently he must have broken somebody's house or something. Mm-hmm. And that guy died. Oh. And he was right across the hall. I could see him. He could see me. And the next, like, two, like, like, uh, after I came out of my coma, I, I would see him, and they had him handcuffed to the bed. And, uh, like, two days later, he was gone. Nice to later, what happened? She said, uh, he died. And he was my same age. Wow. And I was Wow, that's crazy. Yes. Um, Stephanie is here. She says, wow. Um, Shouts out to, to Levi. He's uh, co-signing everything that you said because he said facts. Um, Shouts out to, to Jaquita as well. What was the changing of the guards for you then? What what was it that made you finally decide it was time for you to change your life? Uh, I don't know. I, I actually had... Uh my youngest, my oldest son. And we kind of like grew up together because I was a kid, you know, I was like 18 years old. And uh, he, and he had a strong, he has a strong mother. And she would always, Andre, don't do this. Andre, don't do that. But you know, when you making money and you got 20 people over here co-signing for everything and you got this one person nagging, you're like, oh, I'll be back later. And uh, that didn't change me. Then I, uh, 12 years later, I got a, uh, uh, my youngest son came about. Mm-hmm. His mother didn't change me. And I just, I just did what I did because I was like, shit, I'm Andre. I'm going to do me. And if you can deal with it, you can. If not, shit, women love me. So if you can't deal with it, somebody else will put up with it. And, uh, but you're looking at it that way because you got a lot of people around you that are not going to tell you mm. right wrong because they think you'll cut them off. Right, exactly. Right. Now, of course, my family be on me, you know, like, hey, Andre, come on. Mm-hmm. Just, I go get a job, go do this and that. So I did end up getting into the car business. Um, and I just woke up one day and said, man, my life is better than this. And, you know, and I, I would want to change because I, and then I saw I had two sons and I didn't want them to go down this road. Mm-hmm. So I, and, and that's when I got into the car business and I found out I was good at that. And mm-hmm. uh, I did my thing. And uh, mm-hmm. But then I was still dibble and dabble because I'm at home. I, I know how to move and how not to move and what to do and what not to do. And I said, in order for me to make it and to stay out of that thing called prison, or out of the mm-hmm. graveyard, I got to get out of here. Because if you send somebody to makes unfamiliar, they got to move a little different because they don't know anything. And Uh I thought about Charlotte, but the party hours were not long enough. (laughs) They weren't partying enough for long enough. Right, right. I mean, I literally moved here because of the party. Uh And uh, that was my thing. So I moved to uh, Atlanta and um, one of my partners got me a job working at uh, the Nissan dealership and I did my thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you were married before, correct? Yes, I was. Are you, are you currently married or no? No. Okay. Uh, so the, the some ladies are going to start chiming in right now. They're going to look for you. And I'm, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, what happened? Was, was it because of your life on the street that caused your marriage? Or was it just decisions that... No, not really. Um, I was actually married to like uh, my best friend, like my road dog. Like, like, like Mm -hmm. if I say I, she put want behind me. And um, you know, I always tell my partners, you know, that's got to be a couple things I regret in life, you know, and the way that ended is one. Um. Mm -hmm. 
because I know I had somebody who loved me. And that's oh. a hard thing to know that you got somebody that got your back and rock with me because she's really one of the reasons why I got into opening up my own business and uh, started working for myself. And shit, I made more money that way than I ever made any other way. And uh, and she was like, you're a smart guy. So versus taking it and doing, doing this and doing that, let's make this shit positive and do the right thing. And uh, I just lost track. Mm. And you know, when somebody loves you so much, you think they'll never go away. Oh, that's good. I like that. I like that black. Mm -hmm. And uh, one day she left. And uh, mm -hmm. that has to be two of the things that, you know, if I ever had a hard time, I would have to say was when my mom died. Because mm -hmm. that was my best friend. Mm -hmm. And I never got a chance to tell her why. And when my wife left, my ex-wife left, to see somebody who love you and to watch mm -hmm. them change and to watch a part of them die and you know it's because of you, that's real tough. And uh, I think that's when God uh, started to change me as a person. And I realized everything that I, that I was out in the street looking for, I had at home. But now Ooh. home is gone. I'm like, shit, I'm back out here again, you know? Uh -huh. and, uh, uh -huh. and, and I'll tell anybody, you know, when you are here on this motorcycle set, mm. take this shit for what it is. It's, it's an outlet. Mm -hmm. The most important thing should be to you is getting back home. Oh, yes. Having respect for your home oh. and not and acting as an adult, acting as a man, acting as a if you marry, act like a married man. Because mm -hmm. you can't have both sides. I promise you that. You can be it's as slick as work. you want to be. You can have as much mm -hmm. as you have. It's not going to work. Yeah. Because people are going through a lot of stuff out here. And and then you got a lot of haters out here too. So, you know, you got it's social exactly media. Right. People taking pictures, they're doing this, they're doing that. Mm -hmm. And, and it's coming back. Home. It'll get back in oh, school. It's going to be mm -hmm. get back. Like I said, I had a rider daughter. I mean, she never, uh, if I went out four days a week, she's like, okay, Andre, be safe. Just mm -hmm. text me. So I started out going out two days a week. Okay, text me. Two went to three. Three went to four. Four went to five. Mm -hmm. Because when you get a woman that's letting you be a man, Sometimes as men, we run wild with it. Right. And I didn't have a filter. And at the end, I will tell any guy out there, if you got a hoe at home and she tell you, and she arguing and fussing, that don't mean nothing. But if you got a real woman at home and she say, hey, I'm done, she done. Mm -hmm. Real yeah. women, they ain't going to they, you know, they talk to you about it. But when they say it's over, it's over. Yeah. It's and, yeah. I mean, take the bike stuff for what it is. You know, I enjoy it. I love it. But mm -hmm. I tell everybody, put your family first. Put your kids first. You know, I'm a father, too. I got a grandbaby. And uh, right now, that's basically what I'm concentrating on. Uh, I love them. I got an aunt. I can t talk to her for hours at the time. Mm -hmm. She's like my mom. And, uh, you know, to me, that's what life is about now. I love hanging out with my friends. I got a great group of friends, you know. It's Males right. and females, and uh, that's what it's about. But you know, mm -hmm. never forget the most important person, and, and that's the one at home. Yeah. So yeah. if I was to tell anybody anything, like just be respectful. You know, you ain't got to hit every party. That's right. You ain't got to go out of town on every trip. But the same teach, way, bro. Our great mom said, "Teach, bro." That's I'm telling right. that to the brothers because you know because I've been there. You know what I'm saying? That's and right. I know I had a good one and shit. It shut me hell. Yours will leave you. Hmm. You know, it's not about the money because together we probably made six, six hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. Hmm. So yeah. you know, I lived in a thousand square foot house. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if you leaving this lady at home by herself, that shit gonna get old. It is. And it it, it gets old. <laughs> yes, it but, does. And now somebody else got. Now somebody else got. They they got a champion, mm -hmm. and I just hope. I didn't mess it up for them or mess it up. Mm -hmm. for She's a good person. We don't talk. We don't get along or whatever. But 
good people. Wow. I wish wow. the best for What nuggets? You are dropping gems. We are here tonight um, with King Black, the president of the Atlanta chapter of the Kings of the South Motorcycle Crew, uh, Motorcycle Group Club. Um, Joe said, awesome story. Yes, you, I'm telling you, you are pouring into us. Um, and I know what you're saying is definitely going to um, stay in the hearts and the minds of so many for time to come. Um, you're currently, as I mentioned, the president of the Kings of the South. Tell us about what that club is. For those who may not know exactly who Kings of the South are, tell them right now. Kings of the South was uh, started in 2007. Um, mm -hmm. It was kind of like when they first started out, they said it was uh, no rules, no dues. Uh, mm -hmm. Players on bikes. And uh, and when I say players on bikes, not to mean that they're playboys, but they were just guys who were bosses and they moved how they wanted to move and they did what they wanted to do. And they didn't want anybody to tell them what to do. They, they were just a group of guys who wanted to hang out and enjoy life. Mm-hmm. And how did you, how did you actually get involved? What was the, because I don't think we talked about that. We were talking about um, your life on the streets. Did you own a motorcycle? Were you really into motorcycles and then decided, let me join a club or how did that transition for you? I was always, I've always had a bike um, from mopeds to dirt bikes to sports bikes to Harleys. Um, I was in another club before Kings of the South and uh, I was about to, uh, and I met my ex-wife and uh, I wanted to concentrate on me and her. So I left that club, you know, to, you know, say, okay, I think I want to marry this young lady. So I want to, you know, spend my time with her. Uh, mm -hmm. after I got, after I got married and, you know, and, you know, I was riding bikes and a bunch of my friends from my old club went to Kings of the South and they kept calling me and saying, Hey man, come hang out, come hang out. And when I got there, the guys just treated me like they knew me forever and, uh, mm -hmm. hung out with them, man. Some of the best times ever. I mean, we parted, laughed, danced, and just, we had a great time. And that's how mm -hmm. I up, you know, wanting to join Kings of the South and uh, eventually became a member. Oh, I love it. Um, and so you also have the Queens of the South as well, correct? Is that the female version? Because let me get a clear clarity on that. Is that, the, is that the female version of the Kings of the South? No. Explain no. that. Uh, uh, they're the Queens of the South. You know, we all are cool, but, you know, we're we're not, not like brother and sister club. I mean, maybe we are, maybe we're not, but no, nah, you know, but, but they're a great group of ladies. Okay. Okay. So it's not like, um, in, in our regards, it they're not tied to sororities and fraternities. No, no. Right. No, they're not like that. No. Not like, okay. But we all like are cool and we all, you know, rep for each other and we all, uh, you know, supporting each other a lot. Mm -hmm. And you you support other bike clubs as well. Is that correct? Because when, for instance, the King of Kings of South oh, has yes, definitely. Yeah, we will. a slew of events and things that happen that you're doing throughout the community, other bike clubs also join together to do things collectively as well, right? Well, definitely, yeah. You know, we do uh uh we do a lot of anniversary parties uh throughout the city. We go out of town to anniversary parties, you know, so we pretty much try to support as many people as we can mm -hmm. because it's and, actually a great group of people. You know? Right. What, um, what's the mission of the Kings of the South? What, what is your mission and what are you doing um, in the community? Uh, well, one, uh, on Christmas, we normally go feed the homeless. You know, we find, you know, we find a hotel or whatever. And, uh, like uh, these extended stays and we go and we prepare the food and we take it out, we set it up and we feed everybody at the hotel. Um, also we do, uh, we deal with the kids with sickle cell. Oh. Mm -hmm. And uh, we, uh, for Christmas, you know, we feed them, we uh, buy them toys and get them gifts and stuff like that. You know, cause the, a lot of these kids are really sick and uh, 
you know, and sometimes, you know, they don't have as much as, you know, most people do have. And, uh, you know, these kids are in and out of the hospital. So we, a lot of, most of the guys, you know, they buy, you tell them to buy one thing, they'll buy four or five things, mm-hmm. but they all come out, they take pictures with the kids, they give them toys. Last year, man, we gave away so many bicycles. We actually took, we gave away bikes to all the kids and then we had bikes left over. We went to another function that another group was having and we gave away bikes out there. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Yeah, so it's, a, it's really awesome. I mean, so it's not like, yeah, yeah. No, it's not all about partying yeah. and all that stuff mm-hmm. around you. Like, it's actually about, you know, if we see somebody in need, we actually uh, donated some money to a young lady. Uh, she's a teacher. And and the kids uh, needed some uh, some extra money because they were going on a field trip and they didn't have it. Mm-hmm. She came and spoke and we gave, we actually gave over the amount, and, you know, because we believe in looking out because, you, you know, the kids are our future, you know, so. That's right. You always I love want to do something for right, that you're giving back. Um, but it's all the the camaraderie, you know, as you mentioned, and also it's like a brotherhood, right? I mean, you guys, you look after each other, you spend time together, you travel. There is, you know, your travel code when you're traveling out of town and things like that. You guys have each other's back. Yeah, yeah it's pretty much. It's like a family. You know, you're going to have some of the people, everybody hang at Big Mama House. Some only come on the holidays. Some don't come at all. Uh, mm-hmm. You're going to have those that going to hang tight together. You're going to have those that kind of hang by themselves. So it, it's like anything else. If you get a bunch of alpha males together and they say that they all get along, that's a lie. Mm-hmm. They don't because they're alpha males and they got we got a lot of strong egos. <laughs> mm, I'm right. <laughs> but sure. at the end of the day, when and push them to shove. You know, they go cuss, they go cuss, but they all come together and do what's right. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about your exciting week that you have. Um, you have a week of activities that actually kicks off tonight. Um, celebrate right. your anniversary. So what are what are some of those things that you guys are doing to celebrate? And how many how many people you're expecting this week? Man, I'm hoping it's about six. I'm hoping five, six thousand, you know. What? Five to six thousand? Hoping it's hit five, six thousand people. Yeah. Uh, you know, we want the city. Uh, when I say five, six thousand, I mean, they come in and out. You know, yeah. you get people from all around the city and you from, you know, everywhere. I mean, you got probably guys on the ground right now on the way coming from California. Mm. So, you know, so I, they definitely come out. They, they show up to show out because that's what we do. Um, we got an event tonight starts at, uh, tonight kicks off. It's called tacos. Uh, so we starting it off tonight. Tonight probably will be pretty nice. Um, mm-hmm. Wednesday, we go into, uh, Sudo's bar and grill. Okay. Uh, we leave that and we go to uh, club rumors, you know, for those guys that want some live entertainment. Yes, uh, you want some of that peach run. <laughs> right, 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 right. Little booty jacket. Um, yeah. yeah, and uh, Thursday we have uh, what's called our block party. That's like that's when everybody in the city kind of come out and we just all have a great time. I mean, and you're gonna see a bunch of grown people that just out here enjoying life, yes. and uh, everybody kind of leave their problems up at by the mailbox. And when you come back, I promise you, nobody won't pick them up. Oh. You can come back and get them. Oh. When you drop the hill, it's a good time. Yes. Uh, Friday, we Harley Davidson. And Saturday, we do this uh, spot over there called the Old Town. And uh, we had it there last year, and it was a great success. Uh, mm-hmm. Everybody said they loved it. So, you know, it was so nice. We're going to do it twice. That's right. I, I am, I'm excited. Um, I'm going to get out and, and check out some of the uh, festivities for the first time, you know, and, and, and rocking my, my gear and everything. Right. Um, now, now, Major mentioned uh, <laughs> that he was afraid to ride, uh, you know, motorcycles or, or ride bikes. For those out there who may be afraid of riding, and I'm, I'm even afraid riding on the back because, again, it's a, you know, it's a control thing. You you don't have any control. Then it's so much air and you and walk. 
So, you know, what is your advice someone who may want to get engaged to bikes or, you know, uh, go out or even, or even be a passenger? What's your advice? I just, uh, can I clarify? I, I Let me tell you what's scary about it. And I don't know if there's any other brothers in the chat. And I, I, I don't want it to seem like I'm not an alpha male or something like that. You know what I mean? You look like you could kill somebody with your eyebrows, bro. I'm going to just be real with you. I'm not even going to hold you. But um, it, me, I just... <laughs> not at all. What all I want to do is dance and have fun. <laughs> <laughs> but what, you know, like, I'm afraid to get hit by another car. You know, like, you get hit by a car and it's like airbags to go off right. you know you got all these other protective features so you got more of an opportunity for survival a bike is just scary right. man i just can't get past that well they tell you there's two kind of riders mm -hmm. the one that went down and the one that's going to go down uh oh. but as long as you're riding with sense uh you will bear your surroundings and you gotta and you only not have to drive for yourself but you gotta ride for the other person that's next to you um, mm -hmm. anybody that want to get into it, I would say if you do want to, uh, go get the proper training. Me, myself, I'm 52. I, if I wasn't a bike rider by now, I wouldn't get into it because it's real hard to heal. Hell, I did a, uh, I did a foot race and my feet still hurt. And that was about two months ago. So, I mean, you know, to fall on a bike, that's definitely going, I don't know if you're going to come back off of that. Mm-hmm. You know, so you never fall on the bike. Just enjoy the people that are. Yes, I had a, a drunk driver that hit me in 2010, Cinco de Mayo, hit me and one of my partners in a parking lot. Oh, yeah. wow, yeah. drunk driver. Wait, I mean, you, know, it's, I it's like you got like nine lives. You got nine lives. No, I, I better have 20. <laughs> but now I'm probably the slowest ride in my group. I'm probably the slowest rider in the group. I, I I don't I don't really speed, but I like to play my music a little loud. And you know, I like to see the guys do the burnouts and do all that other good stuff. I'm just not. I ain't made for that. But I love it though. I, I you know I can watch them all day. It's just not mm -hmm. my cup of tea. Mm -hmm. I, that's my main thing too. What if I fall? One, I'm gonna be embarrassed, mm -hmm. and two, I'm gonna be hurt. And I don't want neither right. one of them in my life. So I kind of I'll sit in the background and watch everybody. Uh huh. Well, listen, I know that you have uh, an event to get to tonight, so we don't want to hold you any longer, but we thank you so very much for stopping by. Um, and for those who, you know, want to see that itinerary, um, what is the IG that you have for the Kings of the South ATL? It's going to scroll across um, on our ticker as well. Um, yeah, how can they stay connected with you? Uh, they can just go to the Kings of the South Mother Chapter page and uh, the itinerary will be on that. Or if you know a king, I'm quite sure all of the kings by now got the flyers and stuff on their page. You know, so I love to see everybody come out. We're going to have a great time. It's a, it's a six day party, so you don't want to miss it. Don't want to miss it. The people it in the city that can do it. Six whole That's days. That's right. That's right. And they are coming in from so many different um, states and, and cities, right? Uh, from Florida and California mm -hmm. and North Carolina. They're, they're coming in from Next. all over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Yes, indeed. Okay. Well, guys, make sure that you get out and be down with the Kings. Thank you so much, King Black, and enjoy uh, your week and be safe out there. Will do. Yeah, have a good one. All right. Take care. So good. Oh, my goodness. So good. Yeah. So wow. Good. My God. Wasn't that that's, in depth? Yo, that's, that was unbelievable, actually, man. Like, the man said his guts and all of that stuff. That's crazy. Yes. I cannot. I could never imagine that. I would never leave the house again. I'm being honest with you. I'm not even joking. I would never leave the house again if some of that stuff would happen to me. He said he was. He's you know been hit by a drunk driver. I mean, like I said, it's like he has like 20 lives. He's he's been. You're talking about grace and mercy upon him. He is. But I am so um, 
honored that he was with us tonight and he shared his story and his testimony um, of where he was and now where he is today. And so shouts out to King Black from the Kings of the South Atlanta Mother Chapter. And again, make sure that you go out and check them out all week long. They have a massive itinerary of events. So check them out on their social media page that's scrolling across the screen right now. KOTS Mother Chapter ATL on all of the social media platforms. Woo, goodness gracious. Yeah, Didi, I think I'd like to go to that pool party. Oh, you gonna, uh, are you, you going to hang a little bit? Let me, let me. You know, I, I, I may get out in the sun and get my sunblock. I use SPF 30 because my skin is sensitive. So I. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah. well, the thing is, is most of their events, um, if you look at the itinerary, most of their events are during the evening part, aside from the, the pool party, of course. But most of the events are at night. So you'll be okay if you go out to the pool party and then and promote, um, you know, Pop Shots ATL. Oh, what what uh, which one is it is? Are you gonna go to, or is that me getting in your business again? I, mean, I, I want to be sensitive, sensitive to your needs. I don't want you to think that I'm trying to. <laughs> well, you you never where I will appear. You know, I have to just show up and 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 just you know make an appearance. Um, but I'm thinking about possibly uh, Saturday, Friday, and Saturday. Okay. I'm going to go hang out. But I have a girlfriend. Shout out to my girlfriend. I'm not going to put her on Front Street um, because she's watching. Um, she said she's been every year. She She's okay. very familiar with the, the Kings of the South. And she's down with the Kings. So she, she goes to all of the functions every year. She knew the whole itinerary before I even shared it with her. So, yeah, I should have I, I got him to explain what the butt naked peach run was. I didn't... <laughs> Being honest, man, I I, I wanted to chime in. I and like inquire. The peach run, the butt nigga peach run is when? Oh, that's Wednesday. Wednesday at Rumors Rumors Gentlemen's Club. Oh, yeah, okay, never mind. Okay, yeah. Gentlemen's Club. No, I, I missed that part. Yeah, I thought in my mind I was thinking it was a literal. Never mind. Uh, right. Well, I'm still trying to figure out though. How is it a butt naked peach? I just want to know where the peaches come in. I guess maybe that's oh Georgia peach, around. like a Georgia peach. I'm so I'm yeah, slow. I'm slow. I'm so slow. Wow. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> well, Major, as we mentioned earlier, it was a very busy and trending entertainment week. So the streets yeah. have been talking. Yeah, I'm afraid so, DD. Didi, I think I think you're on mute. She's talking good too. Didi. I don't know how. I didn't I didn't yeah, you're on mute. I don't know how I'm yeah, on I don't, mute. I didn't that? do it. I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea. But you were saying yeah, you were talking good though. I mean, I don't I know we couldn't hear you, but you were talking so good. And I want to know what you were saying so bad. Which part? All of it. What were you just saying? The whole oh, part. when I was talking about the entertainment week. Yeah, yeah, you were talking. Never mind. Okay. Well, I hope you can hear me now. <laughs> I can hear I you now. Yeah, yeah. I don't we know when you. you muted. Oh my goodness. Uh, but we, you did hear me clearly when we were talking about King Black, right? Oh yeah, we. Yeah, I got you. Okay. All right. Well, as, you, as long as that was extremely clear, and then you, I was clear because you were responding back to me when we were talking about the peach naked butt naked peach room. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I, I, I'm talking about afterwards. I think I don't. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I think I think my mind was stuck on the butt naked peach run, Didi. I'm sorry. I have to get myself back in the game. I gotta get myself. Yeah, I gotta get. I'm back with you now. We're on the same page. Okay. Well, as I mentioned, it's been a very busy news week in entertainment news. Sean Diddy Combs has filed a lawsuit against alcohol giant Diageo. And so the music and business mogul is asking the New York Supreme Court to enforce Diageo to treat Dillion, Dillion, is it Dillion, 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 um, tequila brand 
as favorably as they have done with their other tequila brands. Now, Diageo, this is the backstory on that. Diageo owns over 200 brands, including the Guinness Beer, uh, Tangeray Gin. They also own Don Julio and Cosmigos. Um, and so he's also warned the company to tread lightly with the negative connotations of watermelon brands aimed at black consumers. So, you know, Yo. yeah. Sheesh. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think it's pronounced, and I don't know. I'm just I feel like in my heart it's pronounced De Leon. I could be wrong though. I, it sounds it sounds bougie to me. But all oh, of that that you said afterwards, yeah. That, that, I, if I were drinking it, I would call it De Leon. But De maybe Leon. that's just yeah. Yep. De Leon tequila. But uh, De yeah, that's that's crazy as all get out though. Of course, of course. And but you know, Diddy is not going to have it. Um, so do you, you think there is some kind of, uh, what do you think it is? Like, is it race play or what's the issue? Well, it's certainly some race playing happening. Uh, but according to Diddy, he's saying that they don't even put the same type of branding and promotions behind his um, his line um, of, of alcohol. And so he's saying that they, you know, they they do a lot of promotions and, and make, making sure that they are strategically placed um, in some of these stores, but his brand is not getting the same uh, visual as well. So, but Diddy isn't going to have it. You know, Diddy is about that money. So okay, he's well not I, going to. I feel bad for Diddy. So this one's going to go out to Diddy. Diddy, this one's for you. If you what, guys can drink responsibly, <laughs> shout out to De Leon. Diddy. Uh, yeah, De Leon. You shout out to De Leon, folks. Shout out to De Leon. I obviously don't drink it because I'm not pronouncing it correctly um and, and you know what <laughs> just a side note about me too is okay i, I have a, a little cocktail here and there but yeah. i'm not a, a connoisseur of app like i literally look to other people to tell me what brand of you know gin or um vodka i want in my drink because i don't know so okay yeah, I, I just okay. they'll say, Oh, would you like the um house tequila or house? I'll look to the person who I'm with to, to share that, you know, to, to suggest something because I don't I don't know brands. You don't like partake, that. you don't partake that much. Okay. No, I, yeah, I, I feel that I don't partake enough to <laughs> to know it, but I should and, be I should be more versed on that, I think. Nah, um, man, it's not that big of a deal. You're not missing nothing, did he? I tell you what, I, I've learned enough brands in my day for the both of us. So we don't, we don't. Yeah, man, I trust me, it's no big deal. The only thing is, just you know, make sure nobody's slipping nothing in your glass. That's that's really what it is. And if you got a weak stomach, don't drink well. That's all I say. Oh, well, thank you, thank you, thank you, Major, for that. In other entertainment news, Jay Z's mom, Gloria Carter, recently said, "I do." To her longtime girlfriend Roxanne Wilshire. Um, which which was, one is Jay Z's mom? Which one? Not to be, I don't. Miss Gloria. Miss Gloria is in the black and white tuxedo. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, that kind of she kind of looked like Jay Z a little bit. Yeah. I can see yeah. It. She definitely looks like okay. my. Yeah, I never, I never known anything about his mom, so that's cool. I love me some Jay-Z. Um, but remember now, he revealed his mother's sexuality in the 2017 hit Smile. I'm, I'm going to give you the lyrics real quick. Um, so all the ladies having babies see a sacrifice. Mama had four kids, but she's a lesbian. Had to pretend so long that she's a thespian. Had to hide in the closet so she medicate. So society shame and the pain was too much to take. Cried tears of joy when you fell in love. Don't matter to me if it's a him or a her. I just want to see you smile through all the hate. Maria Antoinette, baby, let him eat cake. Sheesh. Okay, yeah. Diddy, let me find out. <laughs> bars. Let me find out you got bars. You got yeah. so many talents, man. Yeah, yeah. So, so I was, I totally forgot about that, that he actually mentioned that in Smile uh, about yeah. his mom's sexuality, and then I, I went back and read that. I was like, "That's right. He surely, he surely did." So, um, congratulations to Mrs. Carter. Yeah, somebody, congratulations to them. I'm trying to think of who that was. It wasn't me, uh, Hova Jay Z, because y'all know I love me some some Jay Z. But somebody said that um, I, I'm trying to think of who it was. It was it was. 
it might have been an, uh, a comedian or something. Um, when I read that post about his mom getting married, someone said, uh, that girl doesn't want to marry, you know, his mom. She just wants to have the perks of being married to Jay's mom when she go to Beyonce concert. Oh, damn. <laughs> That's hardcore. <laughs> wow. But I'm not I'm not here for it because they they have been dating for quite a time. So um I, I don't I'm not gonna, you know, I, I just love love no matter what it looks yeah. like. And last yeah. on the entertainment list, trending. Everybody is talking about actress Kiki Palmer's butt cheeks. Everybody's talking about Kiki Palmer's butt cheeks. Okay, so she recently, for those of you who may not be familiar with the story, um, the actress recently attended Usher's Vegas show in a smoking hot, smoking, smoking hot Givenchy dress. Did you hear me pronounce that right? Now I can pronounce some Givenchy. A Is that Givenchy how you dress. That? I never knew how you pronounced it. Givenchy. Givenchy okay. dress. The dress was, and, and we'll, we'll have a picture here for you, but it was a black sheer dress and she wore a black bodysuit underneath. It was beautiful. I actually loved it. I loved the dress. Now, this was the kicker. When she turned around, the back of the dress was a Brazilian cut. So, see, okay, there's her, there's Kiki Palmer's butt cheeks right there. And so the back of the dress was a Brazilian cut. Um, when, you, when you originally saw the front part of her dress, I, I thought it was just super cute on her. And then when she was dancing with Usher and he was saying, there goes my baby, she did a little turn. And um, her baby's father, Mysterious Jackson, was not happy at all when she posted the picture in the video. He made a comment. Darius said, you're a mother. You're a mother. Good Lord. Like, why are you? You're a mom. It's the outfit, though. That was Darius's reaction um, to Kiki's outfit. So, obviously, he was not forewarned that she was going to be wearing this outfit. What, what mm. is your take on that, uh, Maybe? You, you, well, before I give you my take, I'm going to say, or I'm going to go out on a limb uh -huh. and say that uh, you didn't approve of that. You you didn't you don't agree with his perspective. I can tell. I well, I don't. Uh, several things. I'm gonna tell you where he's wrong on on my side of the house. As for me and my house, number one, um, what you won't do is respond to me about your feelings on a social media post. Facts. Okay. Facts. Yeah. I hate that's one thing I hate so much. When well, I tell you one of my facts. number one things is like. No, you yeah. do not put your business or my business on social media. That was where he was. He was dead wrong with yeah, that. Yeah, that, now that was issue, wrong. If he had an issue, he should have taken it, um, you know, of course, uh, taken her aside or said something, you know, to her. Because I am quite sure he had a conversation with her about it. And so to actually make a statement on the post social media ate him alive about that and so he didn't yeah. have to come back and try to say that he is a man of morals and values and all of these different things um and it just led to so it just led to to so many different conversations about yeah. it so go ahead well what are your thoughts well me particularly Didi, um i think that he was more jealous because it was for one you know her cakes were out you know but some some people's relationships are like that but then on top of that she was with usher you know so i'm sure he saw that and was just like that's what really did it that's what really did it you know what i'm saying if i gotta put it out there i think the fact that she was all hugged up with usher so what i understand about it is that mm -hmm. he got caught cheating did you hear something like that or what oh yeah, I, I didn't hear that wait you that oh, uh, the, Darius got oh, caught cheating. Right. I don't know if this is after this situation, but I just I kind of was skimming through okay. uh the internet, the interwebs and whatnot, and I saw yeah. something that was saying that she dropped him. Now it could be tabloid. I don't know. I don't oh. I don't know if it was tabloid or not, but there is something online 
And you mm. Google it talking about he cheated and she dropped him. So I gotta get more about that story. I thought you would I thought you knew that one. I, I did not hear it. Yeah, I don't, let me find out I gave Diddy some tea. Yeah, listen, because I'm I'm usually the one sipping. Monique said that part, maybe why he was home and not at the concert accompanying, just saying so. Monique is basically saying he was upset because she didn't invite him. Um and with those good seasons. Baby, and let me tell you because I actually uh, saw the Usher show, uh, Vegas show, and it's so good. It is really, really good. Um, and I had on a little outfit myself, you know. You know, you just got to, you want to see Usher, so you got to be cute. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and there were just so many things there. He was just wrong on so many different levels in terms of addressing her on her post. Um, but the other part was that he actually also made the comment that you're a mom. Like, mom, yeah, that was a little low. See what is wrong with, I mean, she's a young mom, you know, um, and who, why does that matter? The fact that right. she's a mom, and, and as a matter of fact, it makes her look even better because her body is banging and the baby is like only six months old. Um, but the other part of that is that we've also seen Kiki in, I mean, Kiki is always wearing. Um, she's always respectful in the in the industry when she's posting, even when she's wearing swimsuits. And so, you know, I, I just didn't see anything wrong um, with it. It's that de it's definitely preference. But if he had an issue with her, he definitely should have taken it offline. So, for the brothers that might not know, from a woman's perspective, let's say she was going out in this, and he was like. He didn't want that to go down. That's not what he wanted, right? How should he have approached that? And should he ever say, being the, being that uh, they share a kid, now I know they're not married, or at least I don't think they're mm -hmm. married. Am I correct? Mm -hmm. Well, obviously, no, they're not married. Um, they they're dating, and I don't, they have, yes, they're, they're a son. She has a newborn son who's, I think, about seven months old now, if he's that old. Um, but if there was an issue, I, number one, again, I don't think that, Darius saw the outfit before he he was new to it when he saw it on social media is what I think. I don't okay. think he saw it beforehand. Yeah, uh, yeah. And was, so maybe it was that was his shock reaction or something. Yeah, um, you got to be pissed to go right to social media, boy. Yeah, Sandra said, "Dude was pissed. He was thinking rationally and went with human emotion, seeing his booty out." <laughs> his, his, his booty out. That booty belonged to him, is what he felt like. like that's my butt cheeks, even though they weren't married or they're not. Right. Married. But um, Bria said, Bria said a boyfriend needs to stay in a boyfriend's place, right? But he's a boyfriend with a baby with her, though. And I just, just playing devil's advocate, right? So, I yeah. mean, like, fellas, yeah, yeah, female yeah. ladies, you know, what, what. What do you think? Do you think he should have something to say about that? Because they got a kid together, he might feel like that's his booty. My man just said, <laughs> man, you know what I'm saying? Uh, said booty. it was his booty. He didn't say her I booty. He said his booty. booty. Right. Uh, so I'm mean, like, going to I just, I, I think that number one, I think that she, even if he would have seen the outfit ahead of, I think it was just if it was Usher. Because again, Kiki has worn things. Um, that are, you know, revealing, either, you know, revealing at the top or it's very fitted. Um, she's worn bathing suits that had, you know, G-strings or things like that. And so on her social media page, I think that it was the time and the place and it was Usher. That's what I think it was. Personally. Yeah, I think Usher had a lot more to do with Usher it. Than had, with yeah, with the Usher world. had a lot to do with it. And so... But yeah, he definitely... Because um, I'm going to be honest with you, Didi. Like, you know, I, I, I'm not super insecure i'm not super secure in my relationships in the past you know but i feel like i'm reasonably secure i think i'm more modest and more traditional mm -hmm. um so this isn't something that i would want to see my woman in but if she was absolutely hell set on it then you know what can i do yeah. but uh i'm gonna tell you like this if she if i see these pictures of my lady on the internet with her booty out hugging usher i'm gonna pack my bags i'm gonna pack my bag i'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna play no games <laughs> It's over with. There's, there's nothing I can fix. No, it man, it was, man it, it, over with. So, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, that, that show was off the chain, though. And I and I don't know. I don't know if my dude would have left me if I would have hugged Usher. Uh, but for a chance to hug Usher, I would have hugged Usher. Because I'm sure if, if 
if you were out, Dee's got in her sexy Harley gear. Yes, I am. I'm, I'm rocking my gear. Thank you so much. Um, but I'm sure that, let's say Beyonce, for instance, if Beyonce came up to you know your guy or you and was singing to you and hugged you, you would take that embrace. It, you wouldn't be it, and you wouldn't expect to be broken up with afterwards. You know what I'm saying? So it's just a lie. Like, like I think it, it just emotional. Yeah, yeah, buddy. They wild out here in these streets, DD. It is, it is. And, yeah. and look for me. I'm gonna be in the, the peach booty butt cheek breast, breast butt cheek booty peach. You said you're gonna go to the the. You said you're gonna go to it. Yes. Oh, uh, I'm gonna skip I'm that one. Then I'm not going to go to that one. <laughs> then, what an amazing show. Um, thank you all for joining us tonight on our bonus edition of episode seven of Let's Talk About It with your girl, Dee Dee's Guy. Thank you so much to our special guest tonight, Andre King Black Ferguson, the president of the Atlanta Mother Chapter of the Kings of the South. Um, happy anniversary to all of you enjoy and if you see me out there in the streets make sure you act like you know me now don't act like you don't know me act like you know me wave at your girl come by say hello um jojo jo said happy anniversary 78 that's right sisters in motion shouts out need for speed racing jaquita said hey um yeah so again thank you all so much um for joining us tonight and be sure to like share and subscribe like, share, and subscribe so that you can always be notified when we have these special editions and these featured bonus shows. And also check us out on your favorite podcast channel. Wherever you get your favorite podcast, we are streaming there as well. We're on Spotify, YouTube Music, Amazon Music, and Odyssey, Apple. Check us out there, guys, because you may not have a chance to actually physically see us um, on the video, but you can hear us. If you're at work, pop that earbud in and take a listen. So thank you again, Major. It's been real. I hope to see you out here on these bike streets. Uh, yeah, no, BD, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to stick to the arcade games at the Dave & Buster's. <laughs> That's the only bike you're gonna see me on. And I, I don't care. I don't care if anybody talks about me. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and and you won't see me holding on for your life either, you know. I ain't no worries. I, I, no worries. If I'm I see you, if I see you uh, on a bike flashing by I'm a, I'll enjoy it. I've, make sure you take some footage so we can see it. If I decide to, I will make sure that I do that for the next show. We look forward to seeing you all next time, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm your girl, the D-I-D-I-S-W-K-Y, D-D Sky. And before I go, you know what I say. Go for your goals. Reach for the stars because the sky has no limit. We'll see you next time. Take care.